groups like, if you see a walking zombie, fucking shoot them. They got the disease. Anyone with the disease, kill them. And, like, this will pay off, like, a decade in the future. But okay. it's a long, painful, kill people process. Look, a zombie, bang. Yeah. And you see a zombie, shoot it. Got it. So okay. shoot him in the head? No, I just did that. Now, <laughs> the, the love interest here, this film doesn't have heroes and such, except for this one guy. This sold to us as a love interest. She's got the zombie zap and oh, no. the whammy jammy. And she's going to do it. She's going to get up and start walking. There's a guy on, like, zombie patrol now. Right. When you see oh, a zombie, 30. shoot him in the, between the eyes. Does that stop them from zombieism? I guess. <laughs> They're dead. That's fun. The idea oh, no. is stop the spread of the disease. Now, she's got the zombieitis. I guess, but she's not really a zombie. She's just, like, fucked up and in pain or something weird. She's sick. Walking around oh, the war tour. Zombieitis. Scramble. Zombie Scurry. Coming. And then this, the doctor will come out like, don't shoot her. Don't shoot her. And then the bad guy will be like, hey, didn't I fucking tell you to shoot these people? And he goes, okay, both. And he does it. There we go. It's Ready? not the doctor. It's the love interest guy. No! Hey, I'm the hey. bad guy around here. Right, I'm the American with the hat. <laughs> A bloodless shooting again without any gun smoke or... Or even noise. I think I heard like a cap pop. <laughs> oh, look at this. No, man. is a wreck of the ravages. We're not stopping in 67. We'll stop in 1970. Is, does things pick up in 1970? Like, do they have houses? Well, like, there's a popular show called The Brady Bunch on, and, like, the hippies kind of die out in this period, you know. This is more than me decade is what you're trying to say. <laughs> yes, I am. Saturday Night Live gets big. Um, right. New Wave is born, although it's not big yet. It's alternative. I see a lot of Cousinarts, uh, Perrier water, <laughs> and running shoes in this scene. That's a good one, Mike. Cousinarts. That's perfect timing. If it's 1970, it's probably like Pet Rocks. Yeah. Hey, it's look at this. Things are coming years. back. And it's, it's descriptions of their services, so I know what a dairyman is. <laughs> <laughs> they, pay, they spent a lot of money on this, and it was over a million dollars in American money, but they, they did it in sterling pounds, of course. I mean, this is everything in the shot. There's no tricks, right? Do they do maths, you think? like the kind of? Well, yeah, like, for instance, during the first war that we saw, um, right. like, they had rum the building crumble and fall on people, but it was superimposed. But these shots with hundreds of people in the in the square, they're there at the shot. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, sorry, misunderstood. Yeah, this is all practical. But, I, you know but no, no, the explosion part of this. <coughs> hey, you look, Carl's your dad. Your dad's in the shot. Oh, his, look. His butt? I didn't see my dad. Did you? Yeah. You really did? Darn There's it. a little baby back then. <coughs> oh, it's your great great grandpa. It's your great great grandpa. You made a fluffy. It's, your great, it's right. It's your grandfather. Your great grandfather. Now they're like, hey, we got a fucking car. All the same. That engine. The only one in the county or whatever. 
They they manufacture cars now. I guess so. They manufacture no. tanks. No, no, he got a, this and a part oh. of that. It's like a Cuban special. So we're gonna finally go Mad Max in this movie. <laughs> no, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Oh, the donkey's pulling it. There's no tires, Carlos. Well, no, wrong. he doesn't have gas at the moment. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> it is kind of stupid. You know, How many horsepower you got? What are you, are you blind? I got two. There's one right in front of me. I noticed that it was like newspaper, newspaper in the 1970s. Like, hello, radio news, non-visual radio news. Give us 22 minutes. We'll narrate your film. Now that was Ollie Ollie Ox who you saw, and they're gonna set him free. Ollie Oxen free? Mm-hmm. Look at that dome. Is that City Hall? Back in the day. There's yeah. There's gonna be an open mic at the dome. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'll go to William Briggs and be like, listen, Tuesday's kinda dead, right? Yeah. You you guys can do a little business on Tuesdays, right? Right. Listen, look, there's a lot of foot traffic. There's soldiers marching. There's, you know, <laughs> people will come in. They'll get a drink. Uh, Tony B. Do you know Open Micro Tony wait, B? Wait, wait, wait. Do you think that's the same guy who was doing the shooting? I, I think it is. He is wearing a hat, Carl. No, well, no, he's like now the local warlord. And he's warlord. bullying them. I want my planes in the air. We're at war. Warlord. The war's raging on, and you know. I'm Daddy Warbucks. Is that oh, as loud the... as you can be? Oh no, I could crank this up. It's not my fault. This guy's dull. Yeah. Well, you know, he's going to be a blustering blowhard, but he's not a. He's not an asshole. He gets, you know, he does his. He's a leader. So they got a sorceress? No, that's just his wife. This <laughs> isn't the future that you're thinking of. Yeah. The future, in the future, vampires walk during daylight. All right. And they'd be dressed up all today. I don't yeah. know what that means. But... I mean, for a post apocalyptic world, everyone's hair is fantastic in this movie. A lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. And that's another thing. Like, They'll always have their 1936 hairstyles. In the future, right. that won't change. Right. Michael Richards had the same haircut in <laughs> Nothing ever changed. Wait. Holy shit. Oh, what is that? There's no such what... fucking thing as a plane. What is that? Metal bird. Yeah, Mad Max was like Road Warrior. They were like, oh, shit. No, it was in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Remember the guy had a whirly bird or whatever? Yeah, he had a... Uh... Yeah, he had an airplane, and they were all going to yeah. take off in it. Remember, there was not enough runway, and so, yeah, 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 that's right. The he was so Australian. He was yeah, totally. Okay, so the plane's right. landing, so he's like, "Go arrest them and bring him to me." Who is this person? Listen, I'm the war. Right, uh, right. He's. That's it. I'm the warlord around here. Yeah. He's the war whore. I don't like that term. It's warlord. So what he... Don't lord, worry, of, lord of whore. Um, <laughs> he is the... Um, he has been trying to get planes in the air so he can win this war. And and they're all fucked up and they don't have, you know, gas. And 
but um, somebody's flying over in a plane. He's like, that's my ticket. Now, this is their idea of a totally modern plane. Yeah, look, there's no flies will hit you in the teeth because you got this mask on. You burp in there, though. It's going to stay in there. <laughs> Where can I vomit? I've been wearing this helmet for two hours. Yeah, this is his space helmet. He's got space hair. <laughs> well, he's just old. Know. He's just old. All right. So this and it's like you're under arrest. You know they they sent this bumbling idiot, and he just sort of walks all over him. And now he's leading him. Come on, I know the way. How I know. Let's follow space, Dad. Right. You see, that's Japanese. Those high shoulders. That was a design they got from. Oh. Promote. I don't know what the word is. All right. Oh, good. They put the camera on the ground, Carl. Yeah, the cameraman was sick that day, and the H.P. <laughs> Wells was like, we're directing. We're, right. I mean, we're, we're filming. Let's... I, I, qu I quit, and I'm taking my tripod. God damn it! God damn it! All right. We've spent budget. <laughs> I spent all this money on these war signs and um, old broken signs in the background. Did you see Citizen Kane? I think this will work. I know, I know, but I'm H.G. Wells. I'm predicting the future. Right. War of the Worlds. That was a big one. So this guy has not gone to the Warlord, and he's get, he's going into the professor's lab kind of thing. And now this, like, bumbling idiot again is like, no, no, I'm, be, I'm really being serious now. You you got to come with me. Wow, look at that. That's the dome we saw. Yep. He's one man's living in. Oh, I guess oh, it's his he office. Is, he is the whore lord. Yes. Now she. He's Biff. <laughs> yeah. And back to the future, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she is smarter than him. Okay. And she's like queen, you know, but not really because she's a woman and she just, she's, not, you know, she's not going to get a chance, but she can advise and. She's saying, stop bullying this guy around. Do you want planes? Let's figure out what he knows, you know? He comes from a place that represents, um, uh, what's it called? The Freemasonry of science? Yeah, it's... It, it, He's a space mason. People trying to get civilization back together, okay? Uh-huh, well, with secret handshakes. the name. And um, he's representing that he's going to have the warlord fall in line. Essentially, they're going to come and invade and shut him down. Clever. But I think he's a Freemason from outer space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the feds in the little car. Space. He's not from outer space. He's from the future? Now let's come to the wall. Well, still at it, eh? He was keen at it. When did the Marvel blip happen? The five years fan? <laughs> Marvel blip? 
What is 2007 that? to 2012. You talking about the cima- cinematic universe? Remember the guy snapped his fingers? Hey, Carl. Oh, yeah, that was. Uh, I went to. I I actually asked for my money back when I saw that movie, and the manager says, "Can I help you?" I said, uh, "Yeah, I would like to get two tickets refunded for Avengers." Uh, and he goes, "Well, why, sir? You watched the entire movie?" I go, "Uh huh. That movie was about a guy." who snapped his fingers, and half the world's population disappears. Uh-huh. And my friend is still here. <laughs> I want my money back. It didn't work. Yeah, but it's not reality. Okay, I so he's a 50-50 blo- chance. <laughs> yeah, right. It depends. If you get a manager who's like, fuck this job, right? No, no, 50% of my friend would disappear. Right. Oh, okay, okay. I'm yeah, a little behind. Hey, that's a joke I, I never give up on. <laughs> it's just see if I have a minute to kill left. And you often do. Yeah, I come up short. I'm like, <laughs> here's my strong joke, a little filler. Here's my strong middle, a little filler. Killer <laughs> ending. And I look, it's like a minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I better tell that other joke. So we're missing a lot of... It isn't really plot. What we're missing is blustering. So what's happening is he's like, you're mine now. I own you. You are my prisoner. You're going to help me make planes. And he's like, look, man, hey, I it's not me. I represent a whole, you know, new civilization. And if Things they know I'm here, if yeah, I don't go home, they're coming to get you. And who's who's in the middle? Who's Who else is there? The the queen is there, if that's her right. real term, seriously drinking this guy in and learning about him. Gotcha. I, I got it. My God, Star Wars prequels are more interesting. We will. Look at that. He's like letting it dangle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Now, he's Sorry. got some German insignia, and what it implies is that the Germans invaded the UK. But we never learned the, who's the enemy. We're in any town, Carl. Any any town, USA. This could be a town in Germany. Look how good he is acting as a kooky dictator with his wide yeah. eyes and proclamations and storming in right he's wearing lion skin or some bullshit look at him yeah man he's acting feet on the bed i no hey, man. Would do that i'm a warlord he he needs a yacht if he's a true warlord you get yourself your, a yacht a mega yacht they're landlocked in every town they're landlocked well they got a crest there he's making a lot of sense she's advising him not to not to bully this guy and aerial bus driver oh okay they left me alone i could finally do what i came here for well he's sort of like in some sort of cell oh i see i gotcha they locked them up don't be such a dunce so let me get this straight this guy comes from another place and he has things to things like, that he comes from like uh wherever their central base is nova gotcha. scotia canada i don't know all right i got you right and they're like building a new civilization they're kind of doing it like i wouldn't say town to town but like area to area 
and they're coming in and they're finding out who's the asshole warlord and they're they're rat they're kicking the beehive they're rattling the cages this would be a great tv show every week you go to a feudal warlord <laughs> yeah. city to fuck right. their shit up and it's just some kind of take a story on trying to and in yeah. the end things that come to kick your ass and take your land Season finale, like the main, like uh, you know, best friend dies, like at the hands of the warlord. He loses his his wife, dies something. Right. You know? Oh, look at the oh. trenches again. World War One. Now we'll yeah. see that throughout. There are some predictions they make that work, others that don't. But we'll never leave Machine the guns. mentality of make bigger machines or you know that kind of thing. Right. Maybe I'm a little underprepared for this one. I did see it four times. No, My this research is isn't solid. Uh, Carl, all you have to know is that there are things to come. That's it. That's <laughs> the research you need to do. <laughs> Tell me about the time. Tell me about the movie. So sharp and having all the answers and blah blah blah. This is the most descriptive movie title I've ever heard. Yeah, there's things. Yeah. Now you see how those were 1936 horses, not like our modern horses. Not like our modern day horses. But don't forget, there was a war from uh, 1940 to <laughs> to the present. Yeah, but think about that. That's 40, 50, 60, 76 years. Non-stop war. Yeah, but then they, I don't know. It it's should never ending war. I wonder if you, as a filmmaker, did that. Like, just change hairstyles to something we've never seen before. Make them wear spazzy clothes. You know, like, like would that turn off an audience? Well, we, we're just waiting for this guy to finish the speech, but the camera's walking around. There's so many people in so many detailed costumes around him, you know? Yes, we will like there's never a guy in the corner. speeches. I mean, the fire in the room is more interesting than this speech. Yeah, what kind of ventil... Oh, the dome, the right? The cracked dome? Oh, I guess the cracked dome, yeah. So, right now, it's like more bullying, like, I want my fucking planes! And then they're like, well, if you want the planes, we need the professor, and we need this new uh, weirdo space guy. What a shot. Yeah, with the smoke in the background. Look at the sharp nose and the out-of-focus nose. You can visualize the 1936 movie trailer, right? There's a cut like that, and then a, yeah. a title card will come up, and it'll say, What a cast! And then they'll have a little zippity-dippity-doo. <laughs> it's like you were there. We've yeah. seen so many of these films. I remember, like, uh, I would discover, like, a movie from the 30s has a trailer, and it's just, like, clips with, like, yeah. little, you know. So poorly you'll done. You'll laugh. This guy was modeled after Mussolini. That's what H.G. Wells did. Oh, did Mussolini, did H.G. Wells realize that Mussolini is a weenie? <laughs> no, he bit his weenie. 
you with Fellini's a weenie? Where did you did you make that up or did you? No, there's a remember. I think it was from Life Is Hell. There's like a World War II jingle bells, or it's like jingle bells. Mussolini <laughs> is a weenie. No, he bit his weenie. Mussolini oh, bit, bit his weenie. weenie. Yeah. Okay. And there is this one uh, joke song I I learned in the 1940s. They made a joke song against Germany because we were at war, right. and it was like when the Fuhrer says we is the master race, we howl, <clears throat> howl. <clears throat> Right into his face. Have you ever was heard it? Spike Jones? Yeah, I have heard yes. that. Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's J O N E S. It's funny. Okay, so this guy's like, no, I will not help you. I, I, he wants a gas and he wants airplanes. I, so it's just bullying. I don't know. It, it's even a little boring. Yeah, well, I mean, this is at least there's a story to this. Well, is there? It's very detached, and one thing doesn't lead to another. We, I don't know. Okay, H.G. Wells conceived his treatment as a new story meant to display the social and political forces possibilities. He had outlined in his 1933 book, Escape of Things to Come, a work he considered less a novel than a discussion in fictional form presented itself as notes of a 22nd century diplomat. Gotcha. Have you ever seen uh, Cloud Atlas? Yeah, horrible. But that was like past, present, and future. Yeah, well, it, that's not nice to say horrible. It wasn't horrible. Um, I think I was confusing it with Fountainhead. Oh, the Fountain, yeah, Fountainhead and uh, Cloud Atlas, two different movies. But I, yeah, I hear I you about that because yeah, I think she wrote a a book. Anne Rand wrote the Fountainhead, right? Right. And uh, Darren Aronofsky directed a, a close to three hour movie based uh, on it, but Cloud Which Atlas. Was a, a novel, a different by a different author, and I, I attempted to read the novel like I always try to do, and I mm -hmm. made it through like at least the first chapter. But it's basically different periods of time, where the same actors played different roles, uh, in each time period, and they have different makeup, and uh, it's and all connected, enjoy. man. Yeah. So but I can I can see if you're not. Yeah. No, no, no. It, he's just blustering, and he'll continue to do it. This is film drags its ass in the middle here she's great she's been either bored or interested or that's it and you can see behind her eyes she's thinking yeah not blondie here right well no blondie's doing her part wait for him to just be quiet <laughs> can we have a seat at the table where there's not flaming billowing smoke behind me <laughs> it's very hard for me to eat these oysters Now he's was trailing yeah. against books. This guy is Mussolini. You could tell Wells is like, fuck you. And we shouldn't pay Wells royalties. Who's with me? Oh, what a now, terrible what? future. Queenie's out of there. And where does she go? In the to base. the source. Yeah. It's a, it's a very civil conversation and 
Very reasonable. She should be the warlord. Well, that's a good point. So, but isn't he like out to break uh, heads, warlord heads, and bust up shit? No, he's out. He'll do that because the job has to get done. But no, he goes to places and reasons with them, you know, and, you know, I'll cure your sickness. I will, you know, he, he brings civilization. Getting rid of the sickness will just stop the bloodless bloodshed on the streets. <laughs> the bloodless, the non-firing killing guns. But ah, pew, pew. Oh, <laughs> all right, pew. Oh, pew. I got pewed. <laughs> oh, that's my cue to fall down. Right. Yeah, all right, so she's bargaining. Yeah, well, she's trying to... Right now, she's not bargaining as much as she's explaining herself. Why she's, like, wants, wants to learn about him and everything. And, you know, like, what he represents is a life outside these city walls and an end to poverty and... Nice. So she's like, I'm willing to deal, but I don't have the power. Oh, so she's bargaining with this guy. This is really interesting. Also, there's 17 steps behind her, I counted. 17 steps? Isn't that interesting? Well, it's very compulsive of you. Two, three. Four, five. Five, six. six seven, eight. Get out of the way, nine. Nine. Oh, shit. Wow. I was almost there. <laughs> I started to sweat because I ran out of, I'm you know, I could see I was going to run out of fingers to get. Thank God. Thank God there were 21 steps. <laughs> oh, that, uh, that's an empire. I mean, those astronomical. That one, two, three, four, <laughs> four five, six, six, seven, seven eight, 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 nine, and 11. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. do, you count, do you count the mezzanine as a step? I do. Yeah. Interesting. That's so interesting. This movie is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You count. Okay, he says, He's so drunk. you've come for a diplomatic mission, have you? Parlay. Parlay. Look how he's staggering a little drunk and he's still Mussolini. Got the trench breath. Trench breath. That's right. There you go. Trench mouth. All right. Yeah. Anyway, look. This I don't ends think, today. I don't think this is. This is a good man. I mean, it's just. You know, I I appreciate that that they're going for it. They're going for broke. Cause there's been Nostradamus movies. Maybe I could find it on YouTube. But there was one from the '80s, early '80s. Nostradamus predicts, and I think Orson Welles hosted it. Okay. And they had someone play Nostradamus, and at the end, it's like, there's going to be a war, and if, you know, you happen to be in New York City during the month of September, stay stay clear. You know? Stay inside. Yeah, stay inside. Get in go, the basement. Go, yeah, go to New Jersey. Just say it. But it was like, uh, 
Is it a, is it a full length movie? Yeah, it is. It was like Nostradamus says or something like that, or like in okay. the wake. It was there was these popular books, and I guess this is the the template, the things to come, where it'd be like, oh, what was it, the Chariots of the Gods? Do you remember, I remember that? Yeah. yeah. The, and Nostradamus had his predictions. The movie twenty uh, twelve with John Cusack was based on right. Nostradamus' prediction that that was the year the world would end. Wait, I thought that was the Aztec calendar. Well, I think but... he ripped off and never gave him credit. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's the Aztec calendar. Look how he's helping him fix the planes now. He knows how to work a wrench and shit. There's a lot of money invested in all this stuff, like the bayonets and <laughs> this mechanical stuff. You think this coon skin cap came off a coon? Raccoon. They like go, yeah, they must have like eating raccoon meat. Or he must have just got it at the Dizzy store that was destroyed in 1952. Six. <laughs> the Davy Crockett hats. Look at this. We are barnstorming. Too bad the bars are a piece of shit. Oh my goodness, they've done it! We've got a working plane! We do. Next up is the dance on the wings for the audience below. <laughs> Ooh. Alright, what year is this now? No, this is the civilized people. It's Interesting. Still... Look at how yeah, advanced technology. Soundless but recording. Noiseless recording. See how it is just like their idea would be what we have today, but like souped up bigger and better. Right. It's, you know, they're on that step ladder. It's junk displayer. So he's the, the head leader. Well, they're like, guess what? Uh, you know, what's his face didn't check in. Just like the guy was threatening to the to the Mussolini. <laughs> um posters in the main okay, so this is about like H.G. Wells' degree of control over the project, like, it's unprecedented for a screenwriter. Like, posters in the main title build the film as H.G. Wells' Things to Come with an Alexander Corda production appearing smaller. So the, the production company itself was littled to his name. He was the famous name. Wells had no control over the finished product, really. It's just uh, there were many scenes shot and truncated like he was all over its production but hostages there's a shoot them anyway that chap harding of course come to it's this gas i had to pull his arm off and not okay so futuristic costumes worn by citizens of every town with the rigid shoulder extensions were patterned after Ginu shoulder cloth of the Japanese samurai. This film's released uh, in the U.S. 1947. 
that's a long time after, it would be a double bill with another H.G. Wells-inspired film. <clears throat> now, what they're loading here is called Happy Gas. Now, what they're loading up here on the plane, Mike, it's Happy Gas. It's the opposite of that World War II evil gas that'll kill you. This is peace gas. Right. This is peace gas. Okay, so that's H.G. Wells' way. The left is right then. Right is wrong. So Mussolini's blustering and says, get in your planes. Let's go. Let so now they're going to fight whoever the enemy is. Okay. Which are those future guys that are going to crush No, them. no. Not the future guys. Like the other warlords. Gotcha. It's like feudal Europe kind of thing. You know, they know these guys have the edge because the other feudal warlords may not realize future guys are going to get them. What sort of gas? I know nothing about gas. Tell us about these masks, anyway. How quaint. A 1970 gas mask. <laughs> blustering. Blustering! I know. Why do I feel like I'm in Springfield from The Simpsons? Oh, look at that. Yeah. Modern. That is a very modern model. It's available at FAO Sports, uh, second floor. You know it's a real shot because it's going through clouds. You can't fake that. Oh, I know. And the string was like, it looked like it was dangling and not hovering over it. The H.G. Wells predicted in the future string technology. Right. In the future, <laughs> model uh, planes will uh, represent real planes in movies. <laughs> Did you see how the dials were big, like barometer and clock right. right so it's like if we saw it today it would be like some sort of float screen with little boxes and you well, know like, like those weird uh real reel-to-reel computer database machines that are <laughs> whoop, 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 that spin around <laughs> they were in the future they sure were buddy <laughs> what is this come Who's a rave against Richard? Oh, we're going to have this long sequence. Now, right. it's so 1936 because they're going to deploy by parachute. You know, it's just. Aren't you supposed to say, like, wow, this is great imagery, the black and white and the clouds? Yes. And, mm -hmm. and the. No, you're right. It's fun. And it's. But you know, it's dull. Yeah. No, I'm just trying to... It's a comedy show. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Propellers. All this movie is missing is uh, The Rock as Black Adam. Like, if he came... <laughs> Perfect. He was... Yeah. That's the opposite of practical effects. A movie like Black Adam, where everything is possible, so anything happens because everything right. is just CGI. That's right. Everything is CGI, so you can do anything. I, You know, we've come a long way, like you and me, buddy. I mean, from what yeah. we can see. I remember the first time I ever saw there was, you know, it's a practical effects world, right? I'm watching TV, and there's this Budweiser truck, and it morphs into a sports car, a Budweiser logoed sports car. I just, I 
you know, like fell back on my chair. I mean, like, how can you, what kind of sorcery and magic do these people possess? You know, it was like one of the first computer graphic things I ever saw that like tricked me and I believed it. Right, sure. I remember going to see Terminator 2 and the guy morphed into, you know, he, he turned into liquid and like, what? Yeah. What kind that of was... world? I, I I felt that with the a little with the abyss too. Like that was just pretty nuts. Yeah. There's there's some movies now that I see and I'm just amazed by this how the special effects work and like uh, stuff I never seen. But for the most part, like all this is just practical. They really had to build this with the smoke and the extras. Right. They really did every. Now, the, there's only one person that the gas kills, and it's Mussolini. Warlord. Yeah. Oh, look, long live the chief. Long He's live, no, that's Chef. That says Chef. Oh, long He's Chef. Very popular. Yeah, I mean, there, well, there wasn't a lot of food around, and this guy could work miracles. They never really got newer newer episodes of South Park, so they really were fans of this chef. <laughs> they just didn't know. Oh, true. <laughs> look, look it, it's so... They didn't predict anything here. Oh, no, this is what we do. We walk out of a diner and jump out of an airplane. <laughs> Art Deco, we jump out of an Art Deco plane. Art Deco, that's right. Yeah. I don't know if it's literally right, but I mean... It looks more Space Invaders, I guess. Maybe they predicted Space Invaders. Okay, everyone, stand still. We don't have CGI, so you have to be in the shot, and you have to lay still. We don't have CGI. Here they are! They're tied up for the last 10 minutes, so we got the sun right. Let me feel your head. <laughs> Let me take your pulse. Oh, I'll put my arm around you. Hello! Hey, I'm free. Hello, comrades! Are they new people wearing the suits? or? It's the people from Future Lane, you know, from Civilization yeah. World. Ah, pity the poor ch chef. Look at him laying there. Man. His kind will never learn. Looks like Futurama. Oh, everyone's like, what? Is it lunch yet? Is the commissary open? I feel great. Our services is here. Hello. Uh, I was promised a toy if I return a gun. <laughs> Everyone get up now. You have your toys. All right, now oh, here yeah. we have the official council, and we're going to have his vision of the project. This, this is at an Apple store. Right. Now let's listen to his All right. proclamations of the world to come. It's going to take forever. They got the last warlord. Yeah. Warlord. That's what it is. Wings Over the World is the name of their organization. So it's over. So wow. Wings Over the World. Wow. Or, what is what? 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 Uh, <laughs> Wings uh, Over the World. Yeah. What? 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 Yeah. 
<laughs> it was the great wow was perfect for marketing can you so just call it rings over world can you just no, call it, it has to be the world god damn it our acronym okay so now civilization will come to every town and what that means is industry so we get models they make models but they're mining the lands finally they're stripping the earth at last what they're going to do is they're going to, yeah, they're going to take these raw materials and turn them into a beautiful every town. Now, look at this 1936. Right. Why would this... you need a piece, a plank of wood? I like the long <laughs> staircase that, that device had. This is uh -huh. like the the peacetime workings. Right. No longer we see tanks and airplanes. Exactly. We're seeing gas that turns the rock into mush or something so is this a thing that came or went the hand musher look at that i don't think we have that yet whoa that was practical we okay <laughs> so practical. my friend is trying to patent a a, a wheel musher what'd you say a hand wish yeah like know? a hand oh i guess it's one of those cranes <laughs> but um it's a long process. He's got patent pending. Oh, I see. This looks like the Matrix a little. Oh, inside, like Zion? Yeah. Those uh, creepy... Yeah, they come out and they, like, attack your real life. You're not even in the Matrix when they attack you. Right, you're in the real life. This is off limits. This... You have to have some boundaries machines. We'll fight you in the... Yeah. You built a, a battle, a war, war, war world. You know, I hate you fucks, but I got to admit, this is the greatest game ever. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to get a lot of montage. A lot of montage. We are going to no get problem. so I'm, much montage. We're, I have my... Turbine. Turbine, yeah. I have my best of 80s electropop uh, uh, <laughs> soundtrack. This would be perfect for it. Yeah, right? live so fast <laughs> yeah we're just missing Giorgio Marauder okay I'll take the stairs the ladder you were just going to see montage of montage. stairs and ladders and now you saw Metropolis right I have seen Metropolis which is one of the public domain movies this year yeah, yeah. that's right 1927 before filming started, author H.G. Wells told everyone who'd fucking listen how much he hated Fritz Lang's film Metropolis 1927 and how he wanted them to do the opposite of what Lang, who he called Lang, uh, and his yeah. crew had done. H.G., listen, you know my name is Henry. He asked uh, director William Cameron Men Menzies to avoid pattering the Patterning the film after Langs. Uh, Menzies nonetheless drew, drew a great deal of inspiration from it, and he admitted this lengthy montage depicting the, the what we're watching wow, right now. Yeah, look at that. That's a crazy. He says it owes a huge debt to that 1927 film. To be fair, this is like halfway during the film. We saw like civilization crumble and become warlords. Right. And, uh, you know, then we see what the, the future Reason, is. Reason, technology. Do you remember the, the SNL bit where uh, Bill Bill Clinton is trying to get votes and it's Phil Hartman and he's in a McDonald's? 
Uh-huh. And he's explaining he's explaining uh, warlords to a guy, and he's using the fries. He's like, I see a note, or he takes the chicken nugget. And he's like, warlords. I always say that it's a good bit. I need to. I need. Please send me a sure. link. Here you go. Uh, sure. Do you have a peacock account? Then you're fucked. <laughs> you're not. Now, is this interesting? Music recorded at the Scala Theater, Charlotte Street, London, England, which is also. Where the final performance of the Beatles' A Hard Day's Night was shot. Is that interesting? Yeah, I guess so. I think I saw that movie. I saw that movie. Yeah, I remember the scene. Uh, Alexander, you do remember the scene? Yeah, this is when they were in that weird warehouse. No, I guess not. I don't, I, I just, I know A Hard Day's Night, but I just, you don't remember when they walked through this factory? No, it's a studio. It's a studio. Gotcha. All right. Well, I thought it was like leftover sets. Music recorded at the Scala Theater. So it's a theater. I'm not at the top of my game this show. Oh, it's fine. Up. This, Thank is, this you. is more educational. We're learning about things to come. Yeah, I'm feeling yeah. for the poor audience. So. That automated we're building a house is actually very okay. Here we go. Right. So we're this is ten more years. Twenty thirty-six. Right, thirty-six. All right, yes. so thirteen more years. Right. And all the people we saw before won't be there anymore. And that's why I don't one of the reasons I don't like this film. But we'll see the descendant again of our family. Is Mussolini's descendant? You guys killed my Mussolini dad. Wow, look at this. This this is pretty metropolis. Those tubes are terrible, man. It breaks down, you're fucked. Now, I was wondering to myself, is that like the tube we use to send messages in office buildings? Oh, right, those. Or like when you go to the bank uh, teller. Right. The the drive-through. So that was something that business used to do when films were black and white. So maybe, okay, now we've got this modern world in this technology world. So what's this guy right here? He's going to be our new bad guy. And his name is Theopolis. Oh, yeah. He will bluster about how fucked up all this technology is. And we need to go back to just being people. The good old days. All right, we got you. Stop holding up the wall. <laughs> you're holding it up from <clears throat> the day. De- yeah, you're right. So the dike sprung a leak, and <laughs> right, yeah, it's like it's bigger. Yeah, he was on duty. It's a, your civic duty if you live in the town. You, you know. Well, you know, he kind of screwed up. They're like, no, your finger, stick your finger in this. He's like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. So, like, um, <laughs> that would be a good bit, man. Like, the guy, <laughs> it's your shift at the dike, and like, right. to the left, you plug a hole to the right, and then right by your crotch, a hole pops, and you're like, what am I going to do? You plug the hole. Yeah, um, right of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, so look how every town has changed. It's totally yeah. a swapping mall with those two. Yeah. 
There's the movie house. There's the massage. There's five. There's Jessica seven. Right. Hi, I represent how children are the same forever. And now we're going to get like, that's why I don't like this film. Some totally new guy. And he's the old wise. He's going to just talk to his daughter. And look, they're looking at New York. In New 30. York in 1925 is so funny. Yes, it was before Thanos snuffed his fingers, and here we are today. She's... But Daddy, how did he survive without yeah. without anti dye machines? Daddy, why is there a TV channel of old buildings? Yeah. Look at the flat screen TV. They predicted that, I guess. That's what the internet wants to look how modern it is. You can yeah. see right through the seat. Well, they predicted tele television was around by that point, 36. Yes, it was. But of course, it was the cathode ray. So it right. was a curved, you know, glass. I mean, there was a tube, and there's nothing flat screen. You need you have all all chairs are translucent. Yeah, that's right. In the future, so I can see your ass, honey. <laughs> right. When you sit down, you freaky girls, they'll see your ass. I made a new chair. Did you fart? No, it wasn't me. I don't know. I kind of, kind of see a little Steve. A little, <laughs> little do. <laughs> There's a little, yeah, it was a little moisture. <laughs> like the glass clouded up. Okay. All right. I will never sit on a translucent chair just for that. See, I got her little 1930s dolly. Right. Well, those are evergreen. So, what else is on TV? Can I change the channel? No. Yeah, really, please. You finally have a TV. Daddy wants right. to watch his stories. Okay, so in general, this movie was extremely well received by British critics. At the box office, however, it was a disaster, failing to oh. garner large audiences after its profitable first week in cinemas. You see, it blew up the first week. Everyone right. was so into it. And then, and then bad it, word of mouth. Done that. People were at the water cooler that Monday, and they're like, did you see that stinker things that come? <laughs> stinker, huh? I was going to take my sweetheart. <laughs> uh, actually, sweethearts, my candy box. I bring my own candy. Uh, the movie drew huge audiences upon its opening in New York City. Advertisements for this movie mentioned that large crowds continually flocked to the New York City's Rivoli Theater from 9.30 a.m. on opening day until the ad went to press four days later. The initial oh. interest in the movie wore off. Look at this phone, this video phone, video call. Well, he's he's watching a broadcast. Theopolis is, like, going to – it's not like a phone. It's like a t little TV. They don't have like a glass tray to put your uh, keyboard underneath the desk, you know, <laughs> and then like a glass uh, cabinet where you can put your uh, computer box. And Look then, how he's uh, not wearing pants. He's got his legs. I know. Like he's been crossing his legs the whole time. Well, we, you don't want oh, to. Oh, he's wearing safety shorts. <laughs> 
Strike a pose. <laughs> There's nothing to it. Jump. Come on, Superman, jump. Yeah, right, with his cape. His cape. At least they're, like, doing clothes that look different, at least. Not the right. hairstyles, but... They're closed toes, Croc. Oh, you got Croc. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else has, like, normal shoes. Oh, oh two-way radio. Tracy. Come in, Dick Tracy. This has to be half-matted. Like, they have to... I don't think they had all those people there at once. So what is going to happen now is we're going to have the people who are trying to, um, you know, they're just, they're in charge of the technology. And one of the things they're doing is they're going to send a spacecraft to the moon. Now, it's not going to land on the moon. It's just going to go around the moon just like right. we did. And this has no idea what we did. Any animal, the, any animal is going to be in that satellite orbiting around? No, it will be two people. As a matter of fact, they're both of the daughters. Uh, we'll see. Okay, so then um, there's Theopolis, who doesn't want it, and he wants the launch stopped, okay, because he's against technology. Now, what's interesting is they don't do a rocket. They do a space gun. They're okay. just going to... Oh, shoot you like a bullet to the moon. Okay, that's kind of cool. So they, you have like a cartridge, like a a bullet spaceship, and then you just yes, you, yeah. It's it's a mega mega cannon kind of looking thing, and uh, you know humans are in a capsule that gets put in like a, as if you're stuffing a musket. They and really then, the, they <laughs> so much money to build a space rocket, a cannon. <laughs> And do they made once. a space gun. They made a space gun. How, do you, does it look like they've used it before? No, it's <laughs> the first time, right? It wasn't smoking. I'm saying, like, it's one of those one-item kitchen uh, accessories you don't need. Like, you know, does it mash potatoes at least? <laughs> kitchen, yeah, just no, no, it shoots, a, it shoots a bullet ship out in space. Now, look, here is Theophilus, and he's being projected as, you know, larger than life here. It is kind of cool how throughout the years they use different technologies. There's so look, the phone. there he is in the studio, and you see the iPhone there? Yeah, iPad. the iPhone. Yeah. So, this guy has the Zoom. Yeah, he's watching the iPhone, too. That it's, man is being heard by millions of people. Let's hope they don't heed his, you know. But they will, and they'll, like, riot sure. to go kill the space gun. So their plot is... Let's shoot the fucker right now. Let's just Let's shoot see. it. We do it now. Any questions? Yes, what are you wearing? How do we know the gun's pointed the right way? And what Wait, what if they overshot? They're going to shoot them around the moon? The, the moon? Yeah, you see, they're going to... Yeah, they're going to shoot Gravity's them around the like, They'll do like a... Slingshot them. Swing, no, but yeah. seriously, that's what we did. We didn't build uh, a cannon. Uh, no, we didn't. We just, but I'm saying the first time we went to the moon, we didn't land. We slingshot. Right. Uh, perhaps ignoring the fiction part of the science fiction movie, scientific contemporaries criticized it on scientific and technical grounds. The journal British Interplanetary Society insisted that 
The space travel depicted was unfeasible as a space gun used to launch these two citizens into space would require greater force than the human body could strain. The space gun moved opposite to the physics action. Well, I'll say that part when we get there. Like, the way they do it in the movie, they sort of cock the gun and let it go, like, as if you were pulling back a slingshot. Sure. And it ricochets out of the Earth's and into the outer stratosphere. But they're saying that the way the gun fires doesn't... Okay, I'm going to read it. The space gun moved opposite to how physics action reaction explains the system would behave if there was such a thing as a giant gun launcher. The movie depicts the barrel moving downward against its base, then slowly moving upwards like it's spitting out the rocket ship. If taken literally, that amount of barrel travel at such a slow rate would not move the ship out of the barrel. A ship launched by explosive effect out of a gun would have the barrel moving downward, downward simultaneously. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. There's recoil, buddy. Right. This, they didn't do it. They pulled it back like a slingshot right. and shot. Instead and of, it, like, shooting in it, bounces. Yeah, like recoil. And there's no sonic boom around this shopping mall that, like, breaks <laughs> the, all these tubes and shit like that. Doesn't it look like Ro- Logan's run? Uh, no, there's no, there's no repercussion. They're doing the fucking space gun, Theopolis! Hey, are there even any stores in this mall? They they no. obviously don't have wallets or pockets. They don't have money. They, they everything. Purses. If you're hungry, you can be fed. Right. Need now, a seat. Let me get some lucite. Look, what we got here is the naysayer again. Ah, war. You know, he's the same guy when his in his uh, pantyhose here, and he's saying. You kids shouldn't fly into space. It's dangerous. That's going to be his whole message. I don't like this. Hello. Did you turn the sound off again? Maybe. (laughs) I wanted to hear what you had to say. Okay, never mind me. I don't know where I'm alive. Who have you things right on? <laughs> our fathers and our fathers' fathers cleaned up the old order of things because it killed children. It killed those who were unprepared for death. Because it tormented people in vain. It didn't kill people who were prepared for death. Because it was an ugly spectacle of waste. An ugly spectacle of waste. There's nothing wrong in suffering if you suffer for a purpose. Our revolution exactly. is That's what my wife says. Right. And stop wearing here, you fuck. But it's for a purpose, these children. Well, the gun's in urgent danger. Oh, shut up, what? child. The gun's in oh, urgent God, danger? Going to the space gun now. They're going to break it up. They say it's a symbol of your tyranny. And their weapons, bars of metal. They can smash delicate apparatus. They can do endless mischief. If you have a traffic control, can't they produce the police? Very few. We've nothing but the gas of peace, and this isn't ready. It'll take our jet. We must hold this crowd back at any cost for a time until the gas of peace is ready. Oh, here we go. Some family drama. What's that rumble, rumble noise? There's a riot at the food court. <laughs> oh, it's Rock Against Vito's. Wow. Yeah, what's, what are they doing? They're going to climb that? They're going to knock it over? 
Uh, I don't really know. That's not the space gun. Uh, the space gun's sort of like out in the field on its own, you know, right. sort of like, uh, sort of looks like Arizona desert kind of place. And they're all going to flock there. So I think they're just getting rallied right now. It must be the Arizona desert because they're all wearing shorts or like short shorts. The dude on the right, the guy talking right now, yeah. he has great legs. Take him out, see? <laughs> yeah, they are really yeah. great legs. Yeah. Oh, you know, now, which re- yeah. reminds me. I've I'm seen a heterosexual. All right. No, well, I... Sorry, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. No, you first. <laughs> it reminds me I was going to have chicken tonight. Go ahead. 